holiday of Shavuot that we are about to celebrate, in our tradition, in our liturgy, is known as Man Matan Torotenu, the time of the giving of the Torah, the receiving of the Torah, and of course we are celebrating every Shavuot through our learning, through the tikkun that many of us do at night, the fact that we have this gift of the Torah. But the truth is that in the Torah itself, the Torah has no explicit reference made to Shavuot as the time of receiving the Torah. Rather, the holiday of Shavuot, which is described in the 23rd chapter of Ayikra, uh, connects it, it would appear, to the uh, entering into the land. The Torah speaks after it talks about the holiday of Pesach, the Passover holiday, talks about counting uh, seven weeks until you come to the 50th day that we bring a sacrifice, a mincha. And at the end of that section, the Torah says, Ukratem b'yetzim ayom hazed, that on this very day, Mikra Kodesh Yehuachem, in verse number 21, it says, Kol lotasu, chukat olam b'chom The Torah speaks of uh, declaring that very day, seven weeks after the beginning of Pesach, 50th day, on that selfsame day, it shall be a holy day, work is prohibited. And then, the Torah, uh, strangely enough, has the following verse, The Torah speaks about when you are harvesting your field, do not completely harvest the field, rather you shall leave off the corner of your field as you are harvesting. You should not harvest that part of the field, rather you should rather leave it for the stranger, for the poor person, I am your Lord. What's interesting is that, first of all, what is the connection between that verse and the previous verse which describes the holiday of Shavuot, and prior to that, the counting of the Omer. Furthermore, that very verse itself, is virtually word for word the same as a verse that appears in chapter 19 in Parshat Kedoshim. So the Torah repeats the verse, and it repeats it in a place that, on the surface, has no relevance. But in truth, there's a deep connection. How the Shavuot marks for the Torah the beginnings of entering the land. And the land that we are entering, the Torah is suggesting, is God's land. That is to say, the land that's been granted to us to demonstrate our understanding that it's not actually ours, the Torah demands here that we are to leave off a corner of the field. Interesting, the Torah does not say titain. The Torah doesn't say to give the produce, to give the corner to the poor. The Torah says leave it, tazovotam. Tazov suggests it's not yours in the first place. Don't take it in, leave it for them. What is very instructive is that this counting of weeks and days, seven times seven, leading to the 50th day, has a striking parallel in the following parsha, where the Torah speaks about the sabbatical year, counting seven sabbatical years, seven times seven. The 50th year is the jubilee year, 
the year of the Yovel. In that year, the lands and the slaves, the slaves go free, the land returns to their original owner, and the Torah gives a reason for that. The Torah says, the land is mine. The land may not be sold in perpetuity. God says, the land is mine. You are strangers and sojourners with me. So too the holiday of Shavuot in the Torah, which marks the entrance into the land. The land is yours, says the Torah, fully yours, provided that you understand that in a certain sense it's not yours at all. In order to demonstrate this understanding, the Torah says, when you harvest your field, you are to leave off, leave off the corner of the field. The holiday of Shavuot, which marks a culmination of Passover. The culmination in the Torah is the entering into the land, the promised land, but it comes with an understanding that it's not ours. That, and that has implications in terms of our conduct. One of the implications is leave, leave the field, leave it, it's not really yours. Chag Sameach.